It's Monday. The weekend is complete. We had fire pits, hung out with neighbors. I don't know. What what else did we really do this weekend? Halloween is past. Oh, yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Don't forget about that. We had some Halloween time, which was fun. And uh, we didn't go to any big parties or do anything like that this weekend. Yeah. We're just not that cool. Well, I... I wouldn't say that. I'd say one of us is not that cool. <laughs> Which would be me. At least. No, but you uh, you, you had a crazy week last week, so you pretty much were a dead stick for most of the weekend. Yeah, I don't think I actually got off the couch until noon on Saturday. I know. you're. Uh, that's that's the bonus of uh, not having kids. And Barrett, the dog's at camp still for yep. a few more days. Pause and unwind, which is cool. So, okay. I want to talk to you about something. Last week, we were having a conversation we have a fun show planned for you today, but last week we were having a conversation about Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, Disney has actually been getting slammed with stuff about Buzz Lightyear. What? They're slamming them? Yeah. Disney, uh, Toy Story and uh, Disney. Yeah. What they did was they actually, uh, Tim Allen is no longer the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. Such a bummer. Yeah. And we played a little game and you figured out that it was Chris Pratt. Yeah. Okay, now how do you feel about Chris Pratt? I feel good about it. I like him. Okay. So here is my uh, question for you. Okay. Do you feel that Tim Allen has been wronged by Disney? Like maybe there's more to the story? No. Because you can calm down if you do. Disney did not dump Tim Allen. They actually released a statement about Buzz Lightyear. Tim is still the voice of the toy version of Buzz. Yeah. But this is an origin story. The new movie, by the way, is called Lightyear. And it's about the real Buzz. Okay. That the toy was made of. So that's why they feel they needed a fresh voice. And that's why they chose... Chris Pratt. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. Wait, is Chris Evans? It's Chris Evans, not Chris Pratt. No. Yeah. Yeah. Does that ruin it for you? Well, kind of. I messed, I messed up on that. It's what? Chris Evans, not Chris Pratt. Okay, hold on. Now I have to rewrap my brain around this. I actually think Chris Pratt is a better option than yeah, Chris Evans. But he's also, Disney owns Marvel, and he's yeah. also a Marvel guy, right? That's true. So apparently, though, just so you know, Chris Evans, the voice of Buzz Lightyear now in the movie Lightyear coming out, they want you to know we, they still love Tim Allen. Because how do you not love Tim Allen? Exactly. Right? He's one of my favorites. So there, if that was a question that really, really just traumatized you first, Wow. Find <laughs> something else to do with your life. Exactly, at least a little bit. And maybe what it is is to listen to fish with friends. For example, Alec Baldwin talking to the media a little bit over the weekend. Yep. Going to talk about that. Uh, what what is? And you can text in. You can message via the app. You can hit us up on all the socials. What is your McRib? We'll oh, talk about that okay. soon. Like that catchy. Like mine would be like the Frito burrito type deal. Yeah. A fun text question of the day. The worst excuse ever I've heard for calling in sick. And the number one reason why women really change their hair. Like oh, the psychological sure. Yeah, thing. let's hear about that. I figured you'd love that. That is all coming up today on Fish with Friends. With November being here now, I thought it would uh, kind of be appropriate. Over the weekend, obviously, we had Halloween. And I thought it'd be kind of fun to pose a text question of the day that was about Halloween. Or something spooky. I mean, it's not just specifically like, what's your favorite Halloween candy? We're not one of those deals that did that or anything like that. We're just doing, for today's text question of the day, Alicia, describe your ex using only 
a scary movie title. There are some really good responses on this one. We have. And we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna share those responses with you later on. But only a movie title. You and I were talking about it a little bit yesterday. The text question of the day: Describe yeah. your ex using only a movie, a scary movie title. You can comment on our social with your answers. You can message via the 93.1 Jams app. We're on 93.1 Jams every afternoon, three to seven Central, four to eight Eastern. 93.1 Space Jams in your app store. It's free download. Take us anywhere you want in the world. Maybe Christmas, holiday, vacations coming up, Thanksgiving road trips. You can listen to us everywhere you want. Oh yeah. So Alicia. Describe your ex, and you don't have to say which one. It can be an ex. It doesn't have to be your fresh ex. Describe your ex using only a scary movie title. Well, you said scary movie, but instantly I thought of The Walking Dead. Ah. And you're like, that's a TV show. So I want to know. That's a TV show. That's a good impression. I want to know which one is The Walking Dead. <laughs> you told me I didn't have to say anything. I know. But I just, <laughs> so you, you didn't even tell me yesterday when you said it. What? Uh, you know, off the show. So I was, I, I'm wondering which one is The Walking Dead. What do you, nope. okay. Nope. Using only a scary movie title. What do you got? Another one I have is Unfaithful. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And I think you know who that one goes for. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I definitely know which one that goes for. Okay. Unfaithful is a good movie too. Mm -hmm. I think that's Richard Gere. Mine was Julia Roberts. Oh, she has a movie called Julia Roberts. No, Sleeping with the Enemy. Oh, okay. Sleeping <laughs> with the Enemy. It's a great <laughs> Gray one. Uh, describe your ex using only a scary movie title. Because even when you were done, the balloon animals, which is the, you know, the safe word for, right. you know, right. the sexy Out. time. Oh, is, wow, wow. Yeah, what you call the sexy time, right? Yeah. That's actually what she legitimately calls it. Are you ready for the sexy time? Yeah. And people wonder why we don't have kids. <laughs> describe your ex using only a scary movie title, Sleeping with the Enemy, because the balloon animals were wonderful. Okay. But she was the enemy. I don't get it. It's like you don't like them, but you're still hooking up. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was another like cheating thing where no. I'm like, man, we both, you know, had a line of cheaters apparently. Yeah, yeah. Describe your uh, describe your ex. I got cheated on before. Describe your ex using only a scary movie title. Like, <laughs> that'd be great if I was like, my movie is I'm the cheater. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Alicia, uh -huh. Unfaithful is is one of yours, yeah. right? Okay, can you think of another scary movie that would be uh, like, I mean, the hard part is a scary movie title yeah, is tough. It is, because obviously you have like Halloween or like Nightmare on Elm Street. But that doesn't, or, some people said Nightmare on Elm Street, actually, I think in some of them that we'll talk about later, but like Cujo, what, what, what does that mean? It's, it's, know, it's about like a rabbit dog. It's a rabid dog. Yeah. So yeah, I, I guess an ex could be like I guess a rabbit ex could be dog. a Cujo. Okay, okay. Text question of the day. We'll share your responses. So keep them coming. We'll talk about them. Later here, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the things I love to do every single day, whether it's on the podcast, which is still currently just Connie and Fish in your podcast app, or go on SoundCloud link from social media, you know the drill, uh, is share five little cute nugs that I find each day. Last week was a lot of Halloween stuff. I'm sure Thanksgiving will be a lot of Thanksgiving stuff, Christmas, a lot of Christmas stuff. But now we just go back to the weird normal stuff, okay? So, Alicia, did you know that the 20-sided die wasn't invented for Dungeons & Dragons? No. Yeah, the oldest one ever found dates back more than 2,000 years. Really? Yeah, I didn't know they... And you know what a die is, right? Yeah. The dice, yeah. Yeah. So the 20-sided one in Dungeons & Dragons actually wasn't invented for that. It was from over 2,000 years ago. That's cray. The hardest language for English speakers to learn. What do you think? Fire them out. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm going to go French? Nope. Uh, German. Nope. 
Wow, uh, you suck at this. <laughs> uh, Italian? No. I don't know. Tell me. I, my first guess would have been Japanese, Chinese. Which Mandarin. Korean, Japanese, Chinese, Arabic. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Otis Redding. Do you know who Otis Redding is? No idea. Yeah, you, you would. You would. An old Otis Redding song. Like uh, He actually wrote the song Respect. Did he really? Yeah. He oh, wrote, that's cool. He wrote the song with Aretha Franklin. Yeah, Respect. no, I do know that. Great movie. Uh, Otis Redding wrote the song Respect in 1965 and released it two years before Aretha Franklin. But his version focused on a man who wanted respect. And respect was a euphemism for balloon animals. What? No, it wasn't. Yeah. Was R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Really? Find out what it means to me. There it is. Actually, you know what? That's shake funny. Shake it to me, totally shake it, it to me, shake it to me, shake it to me. That's all men ever think about, man. Hamburger. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you. Big Bird almost died in space. <laughs> what? Carol Spinney, <laughs> the puppeteer who plays Big Bird, was in, uh, invited to fly on the Challenger as Big Bird to get more kids interested in NASA. Oh, interesting. And that's the one that, you know, blew up. Right. Uh, but the costume couldn't fit, so he didn't go. Oh, thank heaven. I know, right? And finally, uh, one of the little nugs I wanted to share with you today that I learned that I really like is about Costco. Okay, I love me some Costco. Man, if you get a chance to go to Costco and stock up on stuff right now, I would do it ASAP. Alicia and I are thinking that big uh, shortage is coming again. So when you go to Costco and you go to their food court, what do you get? Oh, well, their pizza, obviously. Yeah, I'm all about the pizza, too. But a lot of people are about the hot dogs. Costco's $1.50 hot dog and soda combo is a big one. Oh, yeah. It's so popular that Costco's around the country serve 100 million hot dogs a year. No. That's four times more hot dogs than all of Major League Baseball stadiums combined. No. So all the Major League Baseball stadiums got together showed their total number of hot dogs, and Costco beat it four times over. Okay, well, now I want a hot dog. I know. I want a hot dog real bad. Can we get a hot dog when we go to Costco? If you want to get a hot dog, you can get a hot dog. And a strawberry shake. There's strawberry shakes. I, I, and see, now you're just going crazy. People keep asking how we were doing on that cleanse that we did. Super great. We did terrible. We made it three days. Three days. No. Three days. We were yeah, like your, days. Uh, your friend that did it a while back. We made it three days. I think that's how long she made it too, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. There you go, guys. You have been knowledge-sized. This uh, past weekend, we were hanging out with Norma Renee, our neighbors at the fire pit, mm -hmm. and we were having a conversation, Alicia, about Alec Baldwin. Yes. Of that, course he came up. That came up. You know, Alec Baldwin. Again, you, you want to kind of... Uh, Helena, by the way, is the name of the cinematographer who died. I kept okay. calling her Hannah or something like that, but it's I Helena. I think it was the gun uh, check. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Okay, so anyway, do you want to talk a little bit about... Set it up for me. What happened with Alec Baldwin in Hollywood... 30 seconds or less, go. Sure. He was on the set of the Western Rush and he had grabbed a gun and uh, was using it for like whatever shot. Well, the gun actually happened to be loaded. He accidentally shot the cinematographer and the assistant director, I believe. Director, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the, the bullet went through the cinematographer into the director. Yes. And the, the director's alive and is out of the hospital. Uh, unfortunately, Helena Hutchins uh, died on the uh, set of the movie Rust. Okay. So he was in Manchester, Vermont this past weekend. He pulls over to the side of the road with his family in the car, and he held an impromptu press conference. Now, this is typically old school Alec. He's going to snap. 
Normally, he yes. Gonna, he gonna lose it. Well, apparently, he and his wife have been doing a lot of yoga, and uh, it's been working out really well for him because he did not lose said cookies. Here he is talking about it, and I think he makes an extremely valid point. I'm not allowed to make any comments because it's an ongoing investigation. I've been ordered by the sheriff's department in Santa Fe. I can't answer any questions about the investigation. I can't. It's an active investigation in terms of a woman dying. She was my friend. She was my friend. The day I arrived in Santa Fe to start shooting, I took her to dinner with Joel, the director. We were a very, very, you know, well-oiled crew shooting a film together, and then this horrible event happened. Do you think production will start up again on No, I don't. Anything else? Okay. So just do me a favor, you know, my, my kids are in the car crying. Because you guys are following And all I want to do, know. as a courtesy to you, I came to talk to you. Now, please, would you just not follow us for the rest of this? Just, just, just go home. Yeah, okay. So, like, and then they're like, just go home. The woman's saying, just go home or whatever. But, like, uh, they, I I'm, I think that's his, uh, that's his wife, actually. That is yeah. his wife. Uh, and she was recording, recording it and saying, go home. Please, leave us alone. This is a terrible time for our family. And our kids are having a hard time. They're freaking out. You're freaking exactly. out our kids. Because you're following us around like we're Princess Diana back in the day. Because he's the hot story. Yeah, but I don't understand why the paparazzi are following him around so much. I so mean, they this could was get an that moment. accident that happened. They want that moment, Alicia. It's all, I mean, you could get $100,000 for the right photo. Yeah, but 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 this wasn't his fault. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so he actually, he also said he's in constant contact with the husband. He's very worried about him and the couple's son. After several minutes of answering questions, that was kind of a short version of Alec Baldwin. He asked that the reporter stop following him because his kids were crying in the car. Yeah. So my point is, would you, now mind you, your job is to get that photo, mm -hmm. to get that video clip, to make Alec Baldwin snap, whatever. Would you stop following them? Yes. You would. I would. I think it's respectful to stop following them. You already have the information that you need. Go find something else to talk about. What if you're going to get fired? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't pick that profession to be. That's with. why it's hard, right? To put yourself in that situation. Yes. See, I don't know if you know this or not, but I was an award-winning photographer for my high school yearbook and newspaper. You were an award-winning photographer? Yeah. And that's why I probably couldn't be a paparazzi because it would be fun to some degree, but it's, it, I mean, A, you're, it's legalized stalking. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. You're just working the, you know, the laws back and forth a little bit so you can, uh, you know, effectively stalk people. Exactly. So I, I just I just couldn't do it. I, no. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. No, I don't think so. It'd be fun on like weddings and birthday parties and to kind of like stock that stuff. You like know, really but... hot photos too. Maybe if you catch a couple like uh, Alec Baldwin and his wife uh, doing the hibbity-jibbity, the old balloon animals. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't want to see him naked. It's a money photo. That's a money photo, especially if it's not hot. That's their private life, man. Leave them alone. What they do. Or you're maybe you're in the, uh, the Maldives. Or you're in like Italy on the waters and you're getting a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio with six women or something. That's a money photo. <laughs> I just had this picture of you being all jealous of Leonardo DiCaprio. Be like, why does he have to have all I'm the like, fun? I hate you, click. <laughs> you suck, click. Oh, wait, click. I just made a hundred grand. He doesn't suck that bad. Thanks, Leo, for flipping me <laughs> off. Today is November 1st. It's not only the beginning of what they call Christmas season. I know you've been getting your Hallmark what? movies. Oh, I know. She's a uh, man. I made her so happy. I found like six of them and stacked them for Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So I know that's going on. But also it's the return today of McDonald's, only available for a limited time, fan favorite, the McRib. 
Breaking news on the McRib front. The sandwich that defined fast food in the 80s is now getting a 2021 makeover. The McRib is back. But Thank this goodness. in celebration of the sandwich's 40th birthday. I've never had one. I've had one. Huh. It looks interesting. The McRib is back. Why was it ever gone? Exactly. You know, I'll try anything. Yo, okay. Uh, so with the McRib, have you ever had one? I've never had one. That's what's fun. What's funny is I don't know a lot of people that have had one. Yeah, like, is it even real meat? Like, because it has a McRib, and it looks like it's a rib, but there's no bones in it. So I'm like, hmm. I, I, I wouldn't even know if it was real meat or not. Okay, so I, it's like one of those things you feel you have to try. But I was starting to think about it today when I was, uh, actually yesterday I saw that the McRib was back today. It is back in McDonald's for a limited time only. Uh, I, and I was thinking about like, what is your McRib? And it could be anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be a food or a drink even. But for some people, it would be another McDonald's fan favorite, the Shamrock Shake. Yeah. But that's a yearly thing. But McRib, 40 years old, what is your McRib, Alicia? Well, mine's still a yearly thing, though, too. But I love this time of year and, like, Starbucks peppermint mocha. I get excited all the time. So, you know, it's not a pumpkin spice. It's a peppermint no, mocha. No, it's a peppermint mocha. Like, that just has – it is like Christmas in your mouth. Christmas. <laughs> I actually have been described – never mind. Okay, so <laughs> yours is the best. See, mine's the Frito burrito. I don't know if it will ever come back. And I could just go buy Fritos and get a burrito at Taco Bell. Yeah, you're fine. You can make that. Yeah. Do you have another thing in your life that is your McRib, something that happens once in a great while, like maybe a family Christmas or staying up till four in the morning with your father watching the sunset and having beers? It's your McRib. It could be that yeah, simple. Yeah, or cutting down a Christmas tree. There you go. I mean, it, it could be just like like with your dad. You and your dad about once every three or four years. Get totally schnockered and yeah. stay up till three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and he's not much of a drinker, so he'll be hungover for like four days. I know. Do you remember that one year? Yes, it was oh great. My oh, my God. Oh, my father-in-law. I, I do love me some Kirk. And he came here uh, for, it was uh, Christmas, I think. I think it was Christmas two, three years ago. Yeah, and he just, he was just in the mood to mess with Alicia and Marcy. Oh, yeah. And he just... You know, women are really good. Like women should be in charge for as far as the government goes, like the the housekeeping type stuff. Oh my God. Do you remember that? And you know he's joking because oh, he's yeah. totally not that guy. No, your dad is one of the most open-minded, coolest people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. But he wanted to mess with you guys. He was oh, yeah. smirking at your brother, my brother-in-law, Aaron, your brother and I. He was smirking at us the whole time. Your mother was rolling her eyes and you just kept eating up into it. I know. It's like, yeah, I hey, know. No, I understand what you mean. Like, don't get me wrong. Women are, and he had all these great arguments about how great women are. Women are more organized. Women are better at this. But really, <laughs> running a country? <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> so my McRib could be your dad doing that once every three years because it was amazeballs. Today for the text question of the day, we threw it out on social media yesterday. You could obviously message in all the ways to the show. For the text question of the day today, it was a little bit like since Halloween was yesterday. That'd be kind of fun to ask you, the click of six, six people listening to the show or podcast. Spread the word on the podcast, please. Throw it up on your social medias. We would appreciate it. Get other people to listen. Mm -hmm. Describe your ex using only... A scary movie title. Oh, there's some good ones, though, for sure. Describe your ex, Alicia, using only a scary movie title. Yours was 
Miniman? No. <laughs> Wait, what was it again? Well, originally mine was The Walking Dead, but you pointed out it was a TV show and therefore does not count. That's no, no, but I, and I want more. Give me more. Like I did Sleeping with the Enemy. Yeah, like Which Unfaithful was, was my other one for a different ex. You know, somebody else put on like Exorcism, which I thought was hysterical. The Narcissist. Apparently, oh, I love there's that. a scary movie called The Narcissist, but really the top three that stood out to me was okay, at number three, I would somebody put in The Blob. The Blob? <laughs> I'm like, aw, that totally. <laughs> That's kind of mean, but kind of funny at the same time. I thought so. And then number two is Psycho. That's a good one. I like yeah, that one. Yeah, there were a lot of responses was, actually. With was it Kelly's psycho. number one? I know you can message and via the app and all that stuff, but I saw this on social media. Was Kelly's number one or no? No, Karen had number one. Okay, these are Alicia's top three. Let's see, like Psycho, The Blob. Yeah. What's number one? Number one is What Lies Beneath. What Lies Beneath is good too. I like Dude, that one. Seriously, like think about it. But the ones that you missed, like the jerk wasn't uh, a, a scary movie, that's but why that's I'm funny. Like, that doesn't count. Okay. What about IOU? They clearly owe them money. Oh, ew. Hellbound, it, uh, some other ones. Uh, you did what lies beneath. Oh, one of my favorite ones, the one I thought you were going to make number one because you what? said you were. Gold Digger Killer was good too. Well, I never have been with somebody who's a gold digger. So Prison. Describe your ex using only a movie oh, title. Oh, dang. Prison. Have you ever been in a relationship that felt like you were in a prison? No, because I just break up with them and move on. You do? Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure that one out. Yeah, you're I like, guess this current relationship. I know, it's too late. I get it now. I have. <laughs> See, <laughs> you're supposed to ask me. And then I go, yeah. So go ahead, let's pretend. Have you ever been in a relationship that is prison? You said no, and then go ahead. Have you ever been in a relationship that felt like a prison fish? Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> no, obviously. I don't feel comfortable talking about it right now. <laughs> Shut up. See how fun that was? <laughs> no. I know we do a lot of things on the show, like the rando text toe, the text question of the day. If you ever want to get a hold of me, it's fishwithfriends at outlook.com. Fishwithfriends at outlook.com. Is that a what? weird one? Yeah, I think. Is that how the email? Is from like 2000? Yeah, you need Outlook to do a bunch of uh, website stuff, like because oh. I own ConnieFish.com and FishWithFriends.com. So. You need Outlook to do a bunch of authentication stuff. And oh, okay. I get you. Authentication. So anyway, get a hold of us that way for the rando text, though. This is not a rando text, though, but I have to think. I want you to think about. So, like, I, Connie of Connie and Fish passed away in January of cancer. And, I mean, other than when she got cancer, never called in sick. I never called in sick. Like No. We, I've never called in sick. No, I you're just, adamant about that. I, I'm weird. And it's not. I should have. In hindsight, I regret not calling in sick. Right. There was a, like when Connie and I first got back together and I was that first week of doing the show. Remember I had the flu. I was like between breaks. I was sweating on the floor. Oh my gosh. You were horrible. Yeah. You yeah. were horribly sick. Yeah. So I, I just don't, but look, I think you should call in sick. That's a huge debate because if you don't call in sick, you're going to get other people sick. Like exactly. old producer, Steve, mm -hmm. you know, my buddy, Steve. His uh, first year of baby Charlotte, I was sick like every other week. Yeah, especially him with his 10 kids, man. You're hamburger. Sick. So this guy, have you ever called in sick? Uh, one time. And it was uh, really hungover, I think, if I remember no. the story. Oh. Two times. <laughs> Two times. Yeah, I remember the hungover story <laughs> when you were like, ah, uh, you were badger tailgating or something Shut like up, that. Man. Okay. She still doesn't know what happened. <laughs> okay, so there's a guy in England named Ken Moore posted a screenshot. He's a contractor. After one of his employees used 
a ridiculous excuse for skipping work. And I want oh, to know if you'd fire this guy for doing this, okay? He said that he couldn't come in. Uh-huh. And it's not his fault, by the way. Oh, okay. He can't come in because he didn't have any clean socks to wear. <laughs> he couldn't soldier through work without socks because his boots have holes in them. Ken texted back and said, Ken, the owner of the contract, yeah, the owner what of the did business. You say? Dude, you're joking, right? And then he said, fine, but you better be there the next day. What? He let him get away with that? Yeah. And apparently, he also went on to say, I'm sorry. It's because he's British, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. It's my girlfriend's fault. <gasps> so he, she was supposed to do the laundry and she didn't. Okay, then stop at Walmart. Go buy yourself a $2 well, pair England, of socks and go Walmart. to work. Do they have Walmarts or in Walmart. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. Wal- W-O-O-L Mart. Yeah. Walmart. Walmart. Oh, my gosh. Okay, first of all, he needs to be fired from his job, and his girlfriend needs to break up with him. Wow. That's a little bit dramatic, no, do you think? No, no. Seriously? Yes, he is clearly self-absorbed. Like, seriously, like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's my girlfriend. Yeah, his girlfriend didn't do the laundry for him, so he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's my girlfriend's poor, fault. Poor British man called in sick to work because he didn't have any clean socks. Please help him, for his woman is not doing proper laundry. <laughs> Another reason you should marry an American woman instead of a British woman. For American women... We'll never let you go to work without dirty socks. Sure. Yeah. First point, would you wear dirty socks? Yeah, you just put on a You pair just of dirty put on dirty socks. socks. Second point, stop at W O O L Mart. Yeah. And get yourself some Walmart. socks. Third point, how this guy went from just being lazy or hungover and didn't want to tell his boss to a narcissistic man <laughs> that should be dumped and fired. That might be. I think you're a little reachy on that. <laughs> maybe, I, personally. Maybe some of my personal things are coming. I know, right? Seriously. Story. And you were looking me dead square in the eyes. If you had said lazy narcissistic, <laughs> <laughs> if you'd included lazy, I would have believed you were talking about me. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> That's what, yeah. Today, Alicia, for the rando text, though, we have a fun one going on, don't we? We do. It's kind of interesting. It's from a sister with a brain. Yeah. There's a lot this week from women. Yeah. Like, it was interesting because, like, last week was a lot of guy stuff. This week, a lot of female stuff. And it just rolled that way. It wasn't, like, intentional. Happens. Yeah. So here's what she's saying. She's like, I'm writing on behalf of my friend because us girls think her boyfriend just isn't that into her. They have been dating for a year, and he just recently bought a new house. She spent the night nice. one night last week, and in the morning, he got up to go to work, and she had the day off. As she was getting ready to run some errands for him, she texted him if she should leave the back door unlocked while she was out. He said, no, just grab the spare key so you can lock it and get back in. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. He says, no, grab the spare key. They've been together three years, right? No, they've been dating for a year. Or dating for a year. Sorry, sorry. They've been uh, dating for a year. He says, grab the spare key and let yourself in. Yep. You know what he's offering up there, right? Or is he? Well, then they say, my poor friend is convinced that this is his way of giving her a key to his place. But us girls think he wants the key back because if he had wanted her to have a key, he would have made sure she knew that she could come and go as she pleases. How do we tell her that she likes him way more than he likes her? Or are we totally off base here? Okay, this has been interesting to see what happened online. And we've gotten messages as well via all the different ways you can message the show. But first and foremost, Alicia, 
What do you think? They've been together a year. He bought a house. He said, just use the key by the back door to let yourself in. By the way, it's back door key. So it seems like you want to put it back or lock up the house. You know, it seems like you put it back, but I don't know. I think it's his way. Guys are pretty simple. Like yeah. in general, you know, yeah. sometimes they kind of stink about asking those things. They're uh, not great communicators. He gave her the key. He was like, oh, by all means, no, just take the key. That's his way of saying like the key is now yours. Simple as that. Wow. That is not the way I thought you would answer this. <laughs> really? Yeah. I really think that Kinda guys naive. are pretty basic when it comes to that. If guys are basic, why would he come up with such a complex way to give her the key? Well, why not just say, take key for you? I, I think he basically did. I think that's mm. what it was. Hey, do you want me to leave the back door unlocked? No, take the spare key. And then you can kind of come and go. Yeah, I, I, I see. I think. And first off, I think it's been interesting, too, to see what's going on online and stuff. But I, I think that you're wrong. I think he's like, use the back door key and then put it back. When I give you the key, you'll know. But I'm a very basic person. If we are exclusive, we will have said we are exclusive. You've heard that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I am assuming you are dating more than one person because I am dating more than one person. Have you heard that? Yes. Also, if balloon animals happen, I am assuming you are only having balloon animals with me because I don't want to play the guess who got you pregnant game. <laughs> Didn't have to worry about that. Yeah, you were fine with me on that one. Yeah, but did you you hear that, though? Yeah. So I'm that basic. So there you go. That's basic. You lay it out. That way there is no confusion and you don't have to become a rando texto. This is true. There was kind of some interesting responses with this one. Uh, Eve said he's letting her stay there. He trusts her and bonus gives her a spare key to come and go. Find some new friends. These friends sound sketch. Wow. Because the (laughs) friends are the ones that are like, hey, this is your... And and the friends know her, though. They know that she's probably one of those people that's, like, just looking for love. Yeah, but probably. But so what that she's that person? No, that's cool. That's cool. Somebody else said, here's the only thing I can kind of see why her friends think that. She's running errands for him on her day off and doesn't want his new house to not be secure while she's gone. Those friends obviously only help out other people if it benefits them. I like Lindsay. I think Lindsay said, I think he's just a guy and hasn't thought that far into it. Boom. <laughs> Boom. That was my point exactly. Yeah, I do like Lindsay a little bit that way. Yeah, I know she Lindsay changes my mind a lot better than you. Oh my gosh. Okay, sorry. Give me more. Give me more. Well, Brooke says we just don't have enough information on the story to actually make a proper decision here. She needs a little bit more, which I kind of agree with. Like, what is their backstory? Like, how does how does that actually work? I need to know these things. That's what sucks sometimes about a rando texto instead of a rando callo. You know what I mean? Okay, but Charlene actually had a really good idea to All kind right. of see if he was serious. And she said, I would offer to give the key back. Yeah. If he says no, you Boom. keep it, then I would. Wait, 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 wait. I got to bring it back now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here it is. Here it is. That's the answer. Exactly. Here's a question. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Imagine that you're this girl, and she's freaking out now. They've been together a year. He bought a new house. Hey, God. He gave me a key. Well, I mean, to let myself in the back door. (laughs) Wink. No. To to let myself in. However, honestly, I think that was his way of giving it to me. So why don't you just ask? I think you do. I think that's all even offer to give it back and whatever yeah. bullcrap. Yeah, I, I do want to point out though, a year is not that long. A sister with a brain, Olivia said, uh, "You know, I, you guys are just looking too far, too much into it." I, she makes a good point. Yeah, though. that is a very, very, very good point. Yeah, you're in the honeymoon stage right now. A year is not that. Large. Was our honeymoon stage a year? Our honeymoon was too, it wasn't a year. Did we make it a year before we broke? Yeah, no, we made it a couple well, years. Barely. No. Did we? Oh yeah, we did, didn't we? I forget. Uh, all I know is that when we moved in together, 
Did we live together in that one place I rented? <laughs> no, we did. We did, and it wasn't the until the next house. And then the next house, when we moved in, true story, Jake the trainer, my buddy and I, who's helped me move like 10 times, uh, I was like, there was a, the basement was only partially finished. And I said, move Alicia's stuff to that side of the basement and my yep. stuff to this side of the basement because I don't think we're going to make it. Yeah. And, and then I'm when you moved out, I told you. I was like, hey, I, I got ready. And you were like, huh. You gave me a look. And I was like, and then you were like, sweet. You're like, thanks. This is going to be so much easier yeah. moving out. Boom. Now I can finish the bathroom while your crap's in. Worked out great. <laughs> All right, guys. If you want to do the rando text, though, you know the way out. The best way, though, go ahead and message me on social media or fishwithfriends at outlook.com. I should probably get a Gmail. <laughs> yeah, probably. Glorious. No, I won't give in. Okay, Alicia, you know that I love a, uh, if you know anything about me at all, it's that I love a fun game. You do. That's right, everybody. It's time to play creepy or romantic. Oh, great. That's right. <laughs> creepy or romantic, a new fun game that we're going to be playing today. Okay, Alicia? Let's play it. Okay, so it's all about a man who clearly saw something special in a woman. Okay. And how he asked her out on a date. I don't know anybody by that name. How did you get my phone number? And they said, oh, I got it off of your dog's collar. Why would anybody think that that's okay just to get my phone number from my dog's collar? That's in case my dog gets lost. Yeah, that's how he got her number. That's how he asked her out. A woman in North Carolina named Michelle was out walking her German Shepherd a while back when she crossed paths with a man. He looked friendly and he stopped and said, oh, I love your dog. I'm going to pet the dog. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, so then it goes from there. He gets the, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Creepy or romantic. So then from there, this man says, I'm going to be a genius. And he's petting the dog. He's like, hey, doggy. Pet, pet, pet. <laughs> Area code 555, number 555, number 5555, 555. And he gets her number and he gives her a call. He's like, hey, this is going to work. Yeah. Oh, gosh. She said, but how do I? And it was just a few hours later. She received the text, actually. She's confused. He explains he got the number off the guy's collar. She told the guy, you're creepy and I'm blocking you. Rude. And not that it should matter, but Michelle is married. So if the guy was savvy enough to sneak her dog's phone number from the collar, you'd think he might notice a ring. You would think so. Maybe she wasn't wearing one. I don't know. I don't know if they wear rings or not. I don't I know. I don't like my, I just, I got married later in life. I'm not a ring person. Oh, that was weird. Wow. <laughs> we just had our, we just had the power shut off and on real quick. That was then. super weird. Yeah, I know. That was like, I just said, I literally said, I'm not a. <laughs> I'm not a ring person, so I don't like to wear my ring. And the house power and shut off. And the Lord has spoken. You yeah. say I'll uh, wear a ring. <laughs> okay. So, Alicia, is it super creepy or creative? I think it's creative. So instead of uh, creepy or romantic, I should call it creepy or creative. Okay. So you say it's romantic? Yeah. I I wouldn't say it's romantic. I think it's super creative. If somebody actually took the time to look at the number on the dog's collar, I might have a conversation with them. So he texts you, like, so basically you're out with Barrett the dog in the yeah. dog park. He's like, oh, what? Oh, I love boxer pit crosses. Oh, and Barrett likes him, which, you know, Barrett's weird around guys because yeah. we adopted him from the main society. Men must have been mean to him and whatever. And uh, he's petting the dog. And then all of a sudden your phone rings or you get a text. 
But think about it. It's no different than any other. Like, to me, like, it's, I, I think it's I, creative. I, it's a little sketchy because some people put their address on there too, you well, know? Yeah, you don't put your address on your dog's collar. You only put your phone number. And you put the address on the chip that's implanted in your dog or maybe yeah. even just your phone number. Actually, with Barrett the dog, uh, just our number. And it's my number that's implanted in there. So, hey, ladies. You got a, <laughs> you got a chip reader. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, read Barrett the dog. Let's just tell dog. everyone. It's 1-800-HOT-STUD. Exactly. Yeah, 1-800-TOO-QUICK. Nope. <laughs> okay, so uh, so you think it, it, as far as creepier creative goes, which should have been the name of the game in the first place, creepier creative, you think... I think it's creative. You think creative. I do. I think it's creepy. Really? I, I, I think it's a little weird. It's a little sketchy. It is her dog collar. I think he could have petted the dog and he could have said, hi, my name is Rick. You know, and you know, what's your name? My name's Michelle. Michelle, I, I love your dog. You seem very attractive. Well, he's clearly shy. How about we go back to my place and uh, hook up? Okay, that's a little, I think that's a little forward. No, I, I would be like, would you like to have a cup of coffee? But you don't drink coffee. I know. When we get there and I'm like, I don't drink coffee. And she's like, I don't drink coffee. I'm like, but I make out. How? No wonder you didn't get married till later. Right. What was I thinking? I was going to say, <laughs> you're the you're the maroon that married me. I know. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, Ah, women. Sweet, sweet, sweet women. You know, Alicia, when you uh, study the greater species, uh -huh. which would be women. Yes. And you try to learn how to conquer the beast, if you will. Okay. I don't think a woman wants to be conquered, but yeah, let's roll with that. Uh, I know some that wouldn't mind it. Okay, what's a good, what's a, what's a little bit of conquering? You know what I mean? How oh, you okay. doing? No? All right. But uh, not like broken, just conquered like a couple times. I don't know what the big deal is. All right. But anyway, sorry. Back to women. You used to own a salon. I did. Texture salon and spa. Conveniently located off the Beltline. And it's no longer a salon. It's like Bob's Financial Hut now or yep. something. Right? Okay. So you understand women because you are one. Yeah. But you also understand their hair. Yes. Right? So here is my question. What is the number one reason women change their hairstyle? Big change in their life. Big change in their life? Yeah. Like they need a big change in their life. Dude, you're not even in the top five. What? That, okay, first no of all, you I didn't don't own hair a salon for 15 years. All right, but you're not even in the top five. Okay, fine. Tell me, tell me the top five. After a breakup, just missed the top five. New relationship, number five. Okay, maybe, yeah. Moving to a new city, number four. Again, big change in your life. Well, big change in your life is like different than like, I don't like the way Moving, you said it. What? Oh, okay. I'll try harder next time. Got a new job. I should have said be more specific. Yeah. Clearly. Going on vacation. Yeah, oh, yeah. All the time. People always get their hair done before they go on vacation. All right. Number one reason the women change their hairstyle. Just bored with it. So the number yeah. one reason isn't the big change in their life. They're just bored. Well, yeah. And if you can't change anything else about your life, you change your hair. Like your spouse or whatever. Yeah, like if you are stuck with your significant other because marriage. I know. Uh, Don't I know. I know. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. People think we're weird because we always talk about it. Was, even our neighbor Norm was like, uh, first off, he loves that we mention him, but he's too afraid to come and hang out I with know. us. Uh, especially with the podcast, which... 
for now is just like Connie and Fish, but keep an eye on all the socials. We'll keep you up to date on everything. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, Norm the neighbor, and spread the word, please. Post on your social media. I'd appreciate it. Anyway, Norm the neighbor's like, you guys just so openly talk about the end of your marriage. We're like, well, we're realists. Wait, did I yeah. say that wrong? <laughs> I mean, I feel like... I mean, like it, it, it might be coming, but fortunately, we like each other enough right now where it's not there yet. Exactly. We totally dig <laughs> yeah. each other. But, there we go. you know, they do say, I think it's what, like 60-some percent of marriages end in divorce. <laughs> yeah. So statistically speaking, we're doomed to fail. Exactly. Okay, so you, though, when you changed your hair dramatically, hot pink, it was weird. The I red... love my hot pink hair. Jessica Rabbit uh, red... Looked hot. I loved that. Thank you. When you changed your hair, Alicia, it was changing your life. You had just sold the salon. No, or no. you were going to sell it. Well, maybe. I think I had made the decision to sell it at that point. So I moved to Minneapolis. I know it was You were then. in Minneapolis. And then I had started playing around with it because, well, I think part of it was boredom. Part of it was th turning 30. And 30 is a big life year. Yeah, it is. 29 or 30 for specifically, and I don't mean to sound sexist. I really don't, but it's true. From what I've seen specifically for women, yeah. 29 or 30. It's not both. It's one or the other. Yeah. Like you're, by the time you hit 30, like you're a legit adult. Like you no longer get the same excuses that yeah. you could use in your twenties. No, you're right. And then, you know, like, uh, should you be TikToking at 30? I don't know. And if you are TikToking at 30, maybe you like Instagram reels, for example, you were talking to, uh, our friend Kara's daughters about Instagram reels and they were like, huh? I know. I'm like, it's basically TikTok for old people. And that's what they said, I think. No, I'm pretty sure I said Did that. Did you say that? Yeah. I'm like, you guys know Instagram reels are like, no. I'm like, well, it's TikTok for old people. And they're like, oh. They're like, yeah, they're and cute. There's silence. And they like patted you on the head like you were a little puppy. I know. It was super cute. Okay. So the number one reason if your woman changes her hair or if you have a sister with a brain friend or girlfriend, maybe you're a lesbian or whatever it is, if your significant other changes their hair, they might just be bored with it. Now, when they start or with you, yeah, maybe or when they start losing weight, that's when there's a problem. Mm -hmm. Dramatic weight loss, starting to get in shape, looking the way you've always wanted them to look. Oh, yeah. They're probably dumping you. Yep. There you go. Love advice from the ginger ninja and his handy sidekick, Schmalicia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a few of the leftovers here in just a few minutes or so. But before we do that, before we wrap up our day today. You know, uh, Halloween weekend is done. A lot of people are exhausted. November's here. Some people's seasonal depression might be coming. Thought it might be time for a little bit of good news. I need some good news. I have some good news. Be a goldfish. Yeah. How is this good news? There's a difference between good and great. Okay, good news. Got it? Okay, good. That's good news. This is good news. That's pretty good. Let's hear it. All right, let's start off with a little bit of good news from uh, California. I have a great one for dogs, though. I think it's going to start a little bit okay. of a debate for you, but we'll start with a cat. Today is all about pets. One cat, one dog, or a bunch of dogs. Here we go. California guy rescued a cat from raging floodwaters near his home. My wife had heard a faint noise and looked over and saw a little head bobbing us. When I got close to it, it dropped under. So it was under probably about six inches or so when I found it. Really pretty cat. Doesn't seem real feral. It seems real calm. It's got beautiful green eyes. Yeah, they found the, the cat. Uh, Skip Campbell was, uh, that's Skip Campbell talking about going into the water and save it. Of course, the wife was like, go ahead, jump in. You go save that cat. Let me get my phone real quick and turn on record. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? What? It reminds me of like last night when there's like a weird noise in the house. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, baby, get up. 
You got to go check it. I was totally almost asleep too. I know. Yeah. I know. But it's always the man who has to do those things. It I is. It is. I'm surprised you didn't follow me with your phone and like a light kit. <laughs> like you have a mounted like on your shoulders, like yeah. a professional Hollywood theater light kit and It'd follow awesome. me around with my weird CPAP bed head. Yeah, that'd be super sexy. <laughs> All right. Uh, another good news thing for you. This is for dogs. It's a, out, of, oh, out of Canada. So out of Canada, a man has created an app called Pawmates. Oh, yeah. What do you think it does? Uh, hooks up uh, doggy, possible doggy friendships. For breeding or friendship? For friendship. That's a great guess because you're right. Yes. Well, it's very similar to Tinder. You swipe right on a person and they've swiped right on you. Then it starts a chat. I thought to myself that it would be great if we could find him some other playmates that uh, we're sort of more his speed. Now, what bothers me out of the giddy up with this is that he says it's very personal. It's very similar to Tinder. But isn't Tinder more of a balloon animal app? No, Tinder's a dating app. Did you I ever think... use Tinder? No, Have no. You... We were already married by the time Tinder came out. Oh, okay. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, let's agree to disagree. Uh, no, no. Okay, well, that nope. we can actually agree to disagree. It's America. Okay, so wait. Tinder... So you never used it. Would you use Tinder? Swipe right, swipe left, swipe right, swipe left? I mean, yeah, I probably I, I would. I never got on it because of my gig, but would you? I mean, you'd do it. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah, but you'd use it for like real estate. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> Be like looking for clients. There's an app swipe for right. you. And if somebody <laughs> creates it off my idea right now, and they better uh, like show a little bit of 10% love to the Ginger Ninja Fish over here, but it's an app for choosing realtors. There you go. Swipe right, swipe left. Mm -hmm. That could be interesting. I and think so. A little bit stocky and scary, but interesting. Okay, so anyway, Pawmates was created by this Canadian guy. His name's Colin. Here's a big fan talking about how much, oh God, she just she's Canadian. That's fabulous. I think it's such a fantastic way for the dogs to get together, socialize, and then for people. Oh, yeah, it's for people. Oh, yeah, too. it's a great oh, idea. Gosh, it's a fabulous way. Yeah, it'd be a cool way to meet people for sure. I think so. And making friends in a new area. Yeah, and it's like not as intimidating. Like when you do like the friend apps or you move to like a yep. new place, oh, you know, yeah. and then instead it's for your dog. So it takes the pressure off. I could definitely see that taken off. I think that, and again, it's called Pawmates. I wouldn't be surprised. If, I mean, that guy's going to be printing checks. Oh, yeah. I don't know why he's, I mean, uh, is he cashing checks? I should have said cashing checks. Anybody can print a check. I knew what you meant, though. Yeah. I was printing checks all day. I'm completely broke. But I was printing <laughs> checks. It's called Pawmates. I've got some uh, leftovers for you today that I'm going to share with you here in uh, just a second. I want to ask you, though, if you remember, it was like last week, there was this clip of this mom who took her kid. I showed you the video and we yeah. showed the audio. Takes her kid. What does she do? Remember the school? She takes her kid to school. Kid gets out. She has like a bullhorn PA system. <laughs> and she's saying like, I love you. Mommy loves you. Yeah, exactly. Because he was embarrassed because she he didn't want her to drop her off right in front of the school. Now, that embarrassment has made her trend amazingingly well. And uh, she's going to keep running with it. We're going to wrap up the leftovers with that here in okay. a second. It was worthy of leftovers, but not more because now I think she's kind of pushing it. She's annoying me a little bit. Uh, Something else we talked about recently was uh, Mark Zuckerberg when he was announcing Facebook's name change to Meta. Now, Meta, Facebook will be Facebook, but Meta is the corporation. Yes. Do you remember that? Yep. And you remember how he kept saying the word experience? Yes. Well, somebody took it and made a little treat for all of us. Experiences, experience, 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 experiences, and experiences, experience, experiences, experience, experiences, 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 experience, experiences, experiences, experience, experience, experiences, experience, experiences, experiences. In what we do, they call it a crutch. 
Mm-hmm. That is his crutch. Obviously. Yeah, he kept saying the word experience. He said it so many times that somebody did a supercut of it with like a, a thousand of them. I just got an email of a thousand and one, actually. So there you go. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg and the experiences thing. Okay, another one is a, a, a little pickup thing in the leftovers. Day. I got three things for you. Uh, you really start dragging after lunch on the daily, oh, you know? Yeah. And if you think about it, your first quick pick-me-up of the day, When? what time is that usually? Two o'clock in the afternoon. Your first quick pick-me-up? No, that's your first drink, Alicia. Oh, that's, that's not considered a pick-me-up? <laughs> no, I'm talking about like caffeine or something maybe even mental, like vitamin D, sun, or maybe just reading, you know, it's like some good news. So a new survey found that the average person needs three boosts to get them through an average day. Wow. Your first one you need is by 9-12. It could be coffee, getting some fresh air. It could be receiving a compliment or watching a show or movie. That's your first quick pick-me-up. Hmm. The next one you need is by 118. The, that's the most des- the person that's most desperate for a boost is the oh, middle yeah. of their day, which could be good news, sun. Uh, again, that fresh air, receiving a compliment, fixing a problem, hearing uh, one of your favorite songs could be another one. Cocktails. Cocktails is not on your list. Oh. Alcohol is not on your list. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the mom and our leftovers. Here she is again, the trending mom. Here's what she did this time. So she trended so heavy. Embarrassing my 12-year-old son. Remix edition. She decided to do it again. But this time, oh no! I think she went too far. I'm bringing him lunch to school. I'd like to point out he's in high school. This kid is in high school, Alicia. Okay, go on. You are so special to me. I love you. So all the kids oh, in this so video, it's terrible. All the kids, and his name is Ashton. Don't forget how much I love you. That stuff, I've loved you since the day I pushed you out of my hoo-ha. Yes. That's the woman, yes. yeah. Yeah, she's from Texas. And I'm sorry, he's in middle school, not high school. He's 12. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. It's the, All the kids in the school are like, what the hell is this woman doing? Yeah, the first one was really funny. But the second one, I'm like, okay, now that's just embarrassing. Yeah, she's just trying to, like, it's like you think she got on Ellen or I think she's trying to find Ellen. Probably. That's typically what they're doing. Yeah. In Don't use your kid to trend. No, that's not necessary. That was completely not necessary. Now, if your kid wants to use you to trend and then you can make money off their YouTube page to help put towards their college or your brand new boat, I say go for it. Exactly. Hamburger. And those, my friends, are your leftovers. Nom, 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 nom.